You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. This is the playoff edition of the podcast, and uh, we got a game to talk about, folks. Game to talk about. Um, Tonight's game did not end in the Hawks' favor, but we're going to get through it. We're going to get you through it. We're going to get you through it, and we're going to talk about what we saw and what the Hawks need to do to turn things around. Uh, Hawks lose to the Miami Heat, 115-105. to 105. Um, Just a fabulous game from Jimmy Butler. Just a fabulous game from Jimmy Butler. Um, we're going to talk about all of that. We're going to take a, a, a little peep into the numbers. We're going to get into some fan feedback to hear what you guys had to say. And last but not least, we're going to talk about what uh, this Hawks team can do to pull out a victory in game three. So first things first, uh, make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And uh, we're not on TikTok yet, but I don't know. We'll see, man. We'll see. You know, (laughs) a little old, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's hard to keep up with all these social media. So maybe we'll make a TikTok appearance, but... For now, just make sure you get at us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. 
Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, however you listen to your podcasts for the free. I'm sure you can find us there. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice five-star rating, and we would greatly appreciate that, man. We appreciate all you guys that uh, correspond and interact with us and retweet all of the links when they go out. We appreciate you guys. You are the MVP. So, um, tonight's game, man, what can you say? What can you say? A tough one for the Hawks. But I will say this. They did put up a fairly decent fight. No, it was not pretty. It was not pretty. But they put up a good fight. They had several chances to win this game. Several chances to win this game. And up until, shoot, under the five-minute mark in the fourth quarter, uh, thanks to Bogdan Bogdanovich getting hot, uh, they had uh, more than a puncher's chance, but it was just too much Jimmy Butler. Too much Jimmy Butler tonight. And you know what? I tweeted this out. Sometimes you just got to tip your cap to the other competitor, right? Sometimes you got to tip your cap to the other competitor. And tonight you had to tip your cap to Jimmy Butler. Cap, I'm sorry. Jimmy was taking it to the hoop. Jimmy was making tough shots. Jimmy, that, that fadeaway three he made in the fourth quarter to pretty much seal it for them. I mean, my gosh, man. That was just a whale of a shot. He was getting to his spots. And you got to give him credit. He was aggressive and he was doing what he needed to do. I will say this from the outset. Jimmy Butler was the best player on the court tonight. And for the Hawks to win, that can't happen. That can't happen. Now, for the Hawks to win, Trey Young has to be the best player on the court. On both sides. He has to be the best player on the court. Now, is this the case for every game? No, not every game. Not every game. But for the majority of the games... (laughs) <laughs> that's how the formula runs. He has to be the best player. He has to be uh, the best scorer. And he has to be the best um, assist man. Um, it may not be fair, but sometimes that's just how teams are constructed. Uh, I, it, it reminds me a lot of Allen Iverson when he was the Sixers. Now, Trey definitely has a better supporting cast <laughs> than Iverson Sixers uh, by far. But uh, any chance that the Sixers team was going to win, it was going to have to be from AI. And, and Trey Young is in that really that same situation. Um, and he just wasn't. I mean, he, he was he was OK, but he was real turnover heavy tonight, real turnover heavy. And I'm going to say this from the outset. We're just going to go ahead and keep it real. So if, if this is your new t- is it, if this is your first time into the pod, you're going to get some real talk from me. I'm a, I'm a, I may not always tell you what you want to hear, but I'm going to tell you what I think. And here's what I think. Uh, well, first of all, I was talking about Trey. So let me finish on Trey. Trey had 10 turnovers tonight, man. 10. You're not going to win that way. You're not going to win with 10 turnovers, man. That's just, you're giving them the ball. You're giving them the ball. They were, I mean, yeah, he had 25 points. Yes, he had seven assists. But you can't have 10 turnovers. 
And Trey will tell you that you can't have 10 turnovers. So this isn't me banging on Trey. I know folks get really sensitive when you talk about number 11. That's first and foremost. Number two, I know there is a faction of people that are going to find a way to pin this on Nate McMillan. That's just how it goes. Team loses. Somebody has to be held responsible. And I get it. Like, I get it. But I'm going to tell you what it what it what it's not. I'm going to tell you what it's not. Miami's the better team, guys. They were the better team all season. There is a reason they are the number one seed. There is a reason they are where they are ranked defensively. And there is a reason why they won 53 games this season. They were more consistent to the Hawks. And they've been a better team all season. Now, can the Hawks beat the Heat? Yes, they can. They absolutely can. But from what the season has shown, what the playoffs have shown, the Heat are a better team right now. That's not that's not saying the Hawks won't, won't win the series. That's not saying the Hawks won't win a game. But right now, Miami Heat are the better basketball team. Back to Nate McMillan. A lot of people are going to find Nate and they're going to be like, oh, we need another coach. And, and if you feel that way, that's fine. But I'm going to tell you what Nate didn't do. Nate didn't have 10 turnovers tonight. Number 11 did that. Nate didn't shoot 0 for 6 tonight and start at power forward. Gallinari did that. Nate didn't shoot 3 of 10. Kevin Herter did that. So at some point, you have to hold the players responsible. And I've said this thousands of times. Typically, when you go on the road, your role players don't make shots like they do at home. We'll talk about that a little bit later on when we talk about keys to victory. But your role players aren't role playing. Your role players aren't role playing. If Bogey doesn't catch fire, man, this game is a wrap. This game is a wrap if Bogey don't catch fire. But uh, you need your role players to be a little bit better. You need your role players to be a little bit better. Because here, 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 is the, here, is the, here is the caveat. If they aren't better, then your star has to be a star. <laughs> like Miami's role players weren't really all that. But Jimmy Butler was on one tonight. He was on one. Jimmy Butler had 45 points tonight. It was a plus 19. And you ain't even need P.J. Tucker to do a lot. You ain't need Kyle Lowry to do a lot. You don't need the Martin kid or Deadman or her, uh, Hero. Hell, Duncan Robinson only played seven minutes. You ain't need all that tonight because your star was a superstar. And that's what they're going to need from Trey. Game three. If them role players ain't hitting, Trey going to have to transform into Mighty Morphin Power Ranger. <laughs> He's going to have to do it. He just going to have to do it. So um, another thing I want to bring up until we get before we get into the game, that's one Mr. Kyle Lowry. And let me say this and let me be clear. Kyle Lowry is a clown. <laughs> he's, a, he's a clown with a K, right? His antics and his flopping all over the place, it is so embarrassing to watch. Well, it's not embarrassing. It's like, yo, dog, like, what are you doing? What are you doing, dog? Like, he looks freaking silly. He looks silly. Like, 
him scuffling with DeAndre Hunter, doing all this stuff. Like, yo, you are you are, you look like a clown falling to the floor in all those. He, he he tries to be like a dirty player, but like he tried to be sneaky with it, right? He tried to get those invert and elbows. I remember last game he tried to trip Trey. Like he's just a he's just a dork. Like like why are you like this? Just play ball, dog. Like you a good player. You got you got a championship. Like you got some good pedigree. Just play ball. Like you don't gotta you don't gotta be this clown. But right now he's I guess he's just at the clown part of his career. So it is what it is. A lot of folks were talking tonight about the referees and about the Hawks getting hosed on the calls and everything. And I'll say this. I agree with you. But you know what? What does that mean? What does that mean? Nobody gives a damn about the Hawks not getting calls. So stop tweeting NBA official (laughs) and think that they're going to be like, oh, I see this tweet from user 69574. Maybe I need to go and respond to the Hawks not getting calls. Nobody gives a damn. Nobody gives a damn. You sound like a bunch of. I'm not going to call names, but just stop doing that, man. Like nobody cares. Yes, the referee was not ideal, but I tell you, it wasn't. You know what also wasn't ideal? The Hawks was playing soft. They playing soft. They wasn't even aggressive. They wasn't even aggressive. Oh, the Hawks can't do nothing. They get called foul. So what? Take that foul. If you're going to get a foul, hit them in the mouth. Hit them in the elbow. Do all that inadvertent stuff that they doing. You're going to get called for the foul. Make them earn it. Why has nobody hit Kyle Lowry in the mouth? Why has nobody hit that man in his nose accidentally? <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Like, you can't be mad at the aggressor when you ain't hitting back. Oh, man, he hit me in the mouth. Yeah, he hit you in the mouth. Now you need to hit him back. At the end of last game, I said, look, Hawks need to either punch or they're going to get punched. So you going to punch back or you just going to complain about somebody hit you? You're like the kids that I work with in elementary. He hit me. Well, hit him back. You got to hit them back, dog. You got to hit them back. And they not hitting back. Miami's aggressive. They bullying the Hawks. And Hawks ain't standing up. All they doing is complaining. Complaining to the refs, getting texts. Y'all got listen. It is what it is. I said all season. This team needs some dogs. They ain't got no dog. I would love for Solomon Hill to be on this squad right now. Y'all was happy when Solo got up out of here. Solo's a he's the old dog that y'all need. Going there and and sending a goon to take care of Kyle Lowry. That's what the Hawks need. They need a goon. I tell you what, man. It's just they just need to toughen up, man. Like I'm not even blaming the referees. I'm not even on that. I'm not even on that. Cause that I mean that that's suckerific, I think. They still almost won despite the refs. And if they would have won, nobody would have been saying nothing about the referees. Be more aggressive. Be more intentional. You know, hit back. Hit back, dog. Hit back. You know what I'm saying? Put them dudes on the floor. 
You're going to foul them. They're going to call it. Put them on the floor. Don't get no ticky tack fouls. All right. Now I sound like some guy from the 90s. <laughs> you, you can tell what era I grew up in. All right. So check this out. Let's, let's take a, a brief look into uh, some of the numbers tonight. And you know what? We're not going to go into all these numbers because the only number that number the only number that really matters is 45. Jimmy Butler was just getting whatever he wanted. And it's not to say that all defense on him was bad. It's really not. I saw DeLon uh, Wright play some pretty good defense on him. I saw DeAndre Hunter putting hands in his face. Like again, sometimes you just got to tip your cap. Like, he was hitting all of them. He was hitting all of them. He was going to the hole because he knew the Hawks had no rim protection because Clint Capella's out and no one else is going to protect the rim like that. That's just scouting. He going to the hole. He going to the hole. I didn't see the Hawks go to the hole as much as I thought they should have. Hawks shot a ton of threes. And I can't bang the Hawks for shooting a ton of threes because that's what they do. They shoot a ton of threes. And usually they make a good amount of them. So I can't bang the Hawks on, you know, shooting, you know, 43s. Do I think they settled? Yeah, I do. In some instances, I think they settled. But for the most part, um, I was okay with their shot selection. You just got to hit them. One of the notes that I had in the first quarter was I think the Hawks are getting good shots. But to me, early on, it seemed like they were just working like hell to get every bucket that they got. Like, they hung with them in that first quarter, 25 to 26. But, like, every bucket that they got was like, man, they were working so hard. Trey's running through, like, five and six screens. Like, Miami's ability to switch onto Trey, where they can switch one to five, they can have Bam out of bail on Trey and not be worried about it. You can go, Trey can have a possession where he goes from Cal Lowry to Jimmy Butler to PJ Tucker to Bam out of Bayo. And like, and everybody's in front of him. Everybody's in front of him. So, um, if you want to talk adjustments, I don't, I don't, I don't know how Nate does that. Like, does he take him off the ball? I don't know because they switching on everything. It don't matter. It don't matter. Like, they switching on everything. Like, Miami just got them dudes, man. They just got them dudes. The pivotal the pivotal quarter in the game, to me, was the third quarter, of course. Miami Heat goes on a little run. They outscored the Hawks 31-22 to in the quarter. And for the season, the third quarter has been Trey Young's quarter. Trey played the whole third quarter. Four points, five turnovers, one assist. Four points, five turnovers, one assist. Now, here's the thing. You want the glory? That's cool. But you're going to have to you're going to have you're going to have to stand up when you don't when you don't when you don't play up to your standard. And this ain't me banging on Trey. You know, this ain't me banging on Trey, but I tell you what, I don't have no sound tonight, but I guarantee, I guarantee it, Trey's the first one to say, I didn't play well. I didn't play well. Now, no one's going to call him to the carpet because he's Trey Young. 
But if we keeping it a stack, if we keeping it a buck, he didn't play good. He didn't play good. And he's not the only one. John Collins is out there thugging it out. You know what I'm saying? I think he's playing the best he can for a guy that missed all that time. His hand is still not right because he's not shooting that, that three ball. Oh, my God. That three ball looked like a wounded duck. I'm glad he only shot one of those tonight. <laughs> that three ball not there. But, you know, rebounding, going to the hole. I thought he I thought he, he, he played hard. You know, Kevin Kevin had some flashes, but he still didn't give you what he normally gives you. Gallo was MIA. Listen, if Gallo ain't hitting shots, woo-wee, it's hard to justify him being out there. But you need some offense, you know what I'm saying? You know he could light it up when he when he you know when he get going, but he never got going. Fourth quarter, it was bogey time, man. <laughs> Simply put, it was bogey time. Bogey just eight to twelve in that fourth quarter, nineteen points. He was the only guy that had it going. Trey comes in at the eight minute mark, but he don't you know, he goes one to five. You know? Um just not enough. I mean, they fed bogey. Credit to them. They knew Bogey had the hot hand. They was getting him the ball, Jack. And that, <laughs> that daggone Bogey, he was putting them shots up, Jack. But it was just too much Jimmy Butler. Too much Jimmy Butler. Uh, not He only had nine points in the fourth quarter, but they were nine critical points. Nine critical points. Hit a big three. Drove to the hoop. Got a dunk with like, you know, minute and a half left. Just put the game away. He closed it out. You just you tip your cap. You tip your cap and you go back to the drawing board. That's all you can do, man. That's all you can do. So I understand the sentiments. I understand the frustration. I get it. I'm with it. I get it. I get it. Let's get some fan feedback, man. Let's get some fan feedback. Let's hear what you guys had to say about tonight's game. Um, again, make sure you're following us on Twitter at Hawks beat. Uh, that's where we get down with the get down, man. So make sure you guys are following us. I asked three questions tonight. I asked, uh, who was your player of the game? I asked, what are your thoughts on tonight's game? Um, and I asked what, uh, adjustments need to be made for game three. Let's hear what you guys had to say. All right. Uh, swing man. Uh, underscore the on Twitter said outside of Trey, this is the least aggressive roster in the league. Maybe Clint has a little dog in him question mark, but the rest Jesus barely even show emotion, much less tenacity. And Nate doesn't exactly get anybody fired up. And there you go. <laughs> Shots about Nate again, I guess. Hey, it is what it is. Uh, my guy B McCoy 20 said, somebody got to eat that fine. It's ridiculous at this point. Talking about, um, again, I, I tweeted, I was like, look, man, it's crazy how nobody don't hit Larry in his jaw before. You know what I'm saying? He said, yeah, somebody got to eat that fine. You know what I'm saying? Nate Blanchett said, made it too easy for a few shots for him at the end, though. The ones in the paint. Talking about Jimmy Butler. Uh, 365 Rashad said, Trey killed us. Um, at useless tinsel said Gallinari should consider making a shot. <laughs> he trying, dog. You got to give him some, you know, give him some, show him some love. You know what I'm saying? He trying. He just, you know, he just don't fall from the night. 
Uh, Bruce underscore Banner said, stop turning the ball over. Gotta be number one. I guess he's talking about keys to victory. Uh, defense wasn't half bad this game. Trey has to be better. Listen, I stand on all three of those sentiments that he said. Stop turning the ball over. That's got to be number one. Can't do that off top. Defense wasn't that bad. It was just Jimmy Butler was just really good. You know, my thing is this. If you're playing Miami and your defense is good, you can't let their defense be great. Like you just you got to be better. You got to be better. And then he said Trey has to be better. I mean, that's 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 without saying everybody knows that. Um, Let's see. Ranfin 12. That's my guy, man. We go way back. He said, get Trey off the ball, let Herter or Hunter run the point. Definitely wouldn't do that. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe you could let Herter run the point a little bit, you know. Um, maybe go DeLon. But a lot of people like to talk Trey off the ball because the guy that he's compared to the most, Steph Curry, is so good off the ball. But Trey Young is a point guard, man. Like, I've, I've, I've been one of the few. That have never really banged the Trey Young off the ball. You know, I've, I've never been that guy, you know. And if you are, that's cool. We can agree to disagree. I'm just, Trey's a point guard, man. Like, he's, you know, Steph Curry has a gift of running through screens and doing all that stuff. And it's not easy. And just because Trey shoots far like Steph doesn't mean he can run off the ball like Steph. So, Yeah. Uh, Dewan Goodwin said, "Be physical, hey man. Like I've been saying that, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna continue to beat that drum, but continue to beat that drum. Um, let's see if I got a few more in here. Uh, my guy Yogi said they got to play faster and let the shots fly. Stop the indecision on the perimeter. Now I did see that he's got a good point. I did see some shots or some plays where guys were kind of hesitating." Guys were kind of being a little indecisive. Look, man, you got to make that move. Either take that shot or make that move, man. Don't be hesitant because um, that'll knock you out of the flow. Knock you out of the flow, man. But, um, yeah. Thank you so much for everyone that checks us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram uh, for our fan feedback segment. I really appreciate you guys. So, uh, going into game three, I'm going to give you uh, a few quick things that the Hawks need to do to come out victorious in uh, the next game. First things first, you got to cut them turnovers. Got to cut them all the way down. Trey, and Trey knows this again. You can't have 10 turnovers when a ball game, starting point guard. That's without saying. But if we're talking about things we need to do or things the Hawks need to do for next game, turnovers is number one. Number two, got to punch back man and what i mean by punch back is i mean you got to have some mentality you got to have some hoot spot you got to have some umph. that first game against uh what was the game they had to play the first play-in game charlotte when they played charlotte they beat charlotte clint capella uh you know gets the and one and he's screaming he's beating his chest that's what i'm talking about that's what you need DeAndre Hunter going back and forth with Kyle Lowry. That's what you need. You need that. All of that. That's what you need for game two. That hootspah. That punch. That mentality. That dog mentality. You need that. I don't need to be honest. I don't know if you got it. I don't know if you got it. But you got to find it. You got to be the aggressive. 
You got to be the aggressor. I'm sorry. And number three, you got to make shots. <laughs> you got to make shots, man. Like, I don't think Gallo is going to shoot like that next game. You'll be home. You'll be familiar with those rims. And again, role players usually shoot better at home. The Hawks have a good home record over the last two months. And so it's hard to win up in State Farm. If we keeping it a buck, it's hard. Trey got to be Trey. The crowd got to be ruckus. And I like the Hawks' chances in game three, you know? And then we'll have a brand new series. A brand new series. But they cannot afford to lose game three. I'll tell you that right now. They can't do that. They can't afford to lose game three. But that's it. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for checking out the Hawks' Week podcast. Make sure you tell your friends. Make sure you retweet the links and all of that jazz when you see them out there. Uh, let a friend know about the pod if you're a Hawks fan. If you're not a Hawks fan, you just like good basketball talk, we appreciate that too. <laughs> like we always say, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E, love. We out. Peace. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.